welcome to another Keel Hall podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we've got a little bit of news to cover as far as the Grog Monet uh, event is concerned, and we kind of look forward to hopefully getting some more information about seasons in the coming weeks from Rare in the form of a Sea of Thieves news update. All that and more in this week's episode of Keel Hall Podcast. As with every episode, I love to call out the folks that are supporting me over on the Keel Hall Podcast Patreon. They help make sure the podcast is going and sustaining, and I appreciate their support for me. It means a lot. So I like to call them out uh, as part of that. So Chateau Neuf, Lumpy SRQ, Registella, Rust Belt Kid, who's a recent addition. Thank you. As well as El Jefe Esteban, Big Bad Pad, CJ, Chris Johnston, as well as Davram T, uh, TV and Greg. Thank you all so much for your support. It means a lot to me. It helps uh, keep the costs of the podcast taken care of, as well as help give me a little bit more to invest in uh, parts of the the soundproofing, the foam stuff that I'm going to be picking up and starting to put across the walls in my apartment as soon as I get some up there. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Let's get into the show. Ahoy there, pirates. I uh, hope you guys are having a great holiday season. Uh, I had a great time. I got to spend a lot of time with some peeps on the seas. We got some sailing done, worked on a lot of stuff going on, and we've still got about 16 days before the end of this event. Uh, that's right. So as of listening to this, there's 16 days, a little over two weeks on July. No, excuse me. January 20th is when we are going to be getting the next update. Hopefully uh, some of the things that we don't know yet are seasons. What are they going to contain other than cosmetics purely for the Emporium as well as some new content? Uh, will we get uh, currencies from them? I imagine we would. Um, I'd also like to know if there's going to be any kind of changes to future seasons if uh, this first season doesn't go as uh, well as, as they like it to. Honestly, I'd like to see if they're still flexible on that. We don't know pricing, uh, which is kind of interesting. I figured they would want to kind of solidify that so people had a better understanding and word got out as they were working on these seasons uh, of how much those are going to cost. Most seasons that I've been a part of for other games, typically about $15, $10, somewhere in that neighborhood. So if it's in there, I'm sure we'll be fine. It's about three months worth of content, uh, depending on how much content there is. It'll probably be somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 levels. It seems very common with most of the battle passes available. And I think at this point, it's just a matter of time before we kind of understand what we're going to be getting into. Uh, there's not a whole lot of news going into this. We know that there is going to be that merchant quest. Uh, I'm looking forward to finding out more about it and what it entails uh, as it will become a new staple for the actual uh, trade company. And to be perfectly honest, a lot of the Merchant Alliance content tends to be stuff that is uh, shunned or ignored. Not a lot of people work on it. It's not very intuitive, unlike skeletons or digging up chests. You don't really know what you're supposed to do. Um, I was watching, oh gosh, I can't remember. I think it was Dode or uh, Kira Lee, I think, who was on Twitter, and they quote tweeted someone who was posting a clip from when they were playing Sea of Thieves. They were new players, and uh, there was a lot of those, thanks to the Xbox Series X launching, as well as Steam sales. Uh, in fact, Steam showed that um, Sea of Thieves and Cyberpunk were the two 
most selling games or the two popular games, two most popular games this month for sales. So that's kind of crazy. It was like Cyberpunk 2077, one of the podcasts that I do, and then Sea of Thieves, the this podcast, and then it was like Hades and a couple other games. And I was like, man, that's insane for Steam to have Sea of Thieves up there as one of the highest play or uh, purchased games. Um, so yeah, been seeing some good sales on that. Uh, not sales as in liveries, sales as in deals. Uh, so keep an eye out if you're looking to purchase a hard copy in case you ever decide to drop Game Pass. If you're an Xbox console player, I can't imagine that you'd want to. You might be crazy. I might have to fear for my life if we're ever together on the seas. So outside of that, though, um, I didn't see a whole lot going on. But oh, I remember what the point of that statement was. Uh, yeah. So it was a clip and the person was trying to herd the <laughs> they're trying to herd the pigs over to the crate instead of carrying the crate and catching the pig with it. Uh, it's, it's funny because, you know, you, you don't really think too much about like how, how you go about doing it. Like we've been, we've been on the seas a while. You, you kind of know what to expect when you're going out there, what to do. You, there's a, a known quantity of how, how to play the game. And I tend to forget that when it comes to new players, new players don't instantly know, like you have to carry the crate and capture the pig in it. So watching them kind of herd the, the pigs over to the crate and have them run by the crate or through the crate and not do anything can probably be some pretty infuriating stuff I can imagine. So good luck to you pirates out there. Uh, Maybe look up some, some videos or listen to some past episodes for how to kind of do some of the uh, content in the game might help you out. But I, I had a really good time. Uh, I played a lot in fleets. Uh, We were, we were sailing around, got a lot of ships sunk. Um, And there was a, there's a little bit of issue going on. <clears throat> if you uh, if you happen to have been playing, you might have noticed that there were some issues with uh, Sea of Thieves not actually tracking all of the content that you were doing. That uh, was kind of a big problem. Um, I wanted to touch on the Grog Monet event that we got. That's kind of the main thing that we're all working towards right now. Uh, there's three rewards. There's the uh, actual Order of Souls bucket. There's a frostbite grenade, which is or grenade, a frostbite cannon. I don't know where I got the grenade. Uh, and it's actually really cool. I actually really love it. And then there's the uh, the Viva Pinata cannon flare that you can earn from the Grog Monet event. Um, no fireworks. I was really disappointed by this. I saw the the image that they were using for Grog Monet. And uh, yeah not not no fireworks in the game as of the moment and uh no no reaper skulls in the sky for fireworks so maybe for next year i don't know we'll have to see uh but there was some achievements or some events that actually came around with this uh so as of the recording i have one of these done um i'm hoping that by the time all of the progress gets checked and it's all caught up that some of these have kind of filled out because I, I definitely feel like I've done some of these and I'm not quite sure what's going on. But there's six of them, uh, two for each item, and you just have to complete all six and you'll get all the items for that. So the first one is called Hot Property. You and your crew must turn in three chests of rage to the gold hoarders, not the reapers, the gold hoarders. Uh, as long as you turn in three of those, that should <laughs> should feasibly count towards that progress. Uh, the next one is fireworks. 
set 20 skeletons on fire, helping them get into the mischievous Grogmane spirit. Uh, I am currently 9 out of 20 on that. I'm pretty sure I've definitely killed at least 20 skeletons with fire uh, in the last couple weeks, so not sure about that. But the next one is Gunpowder Plot. Kill three bone skeletons, not special skeletons, standard skeletons at the same time by shooting a gunpowder skeleton. So what you have to do is you have to wait for a gunpowder skeleton to spawn, and then you have to have a couple skeletons, bone skeletons around them. They can't be special, and you have to kill them uh, at least five times. Three each, but five times. So 15 total, five times each. And the next one, I'm not even going to try and actually pronounce this because I know I'm going to mess it up, but you have to set a skeleton ship ablaze using fire from an Ashen Winds skull. Now, that's actually a lot easier right now because if you head over to Lorena, you can actually pick up a voyage for, I believe, 50 doubloons and go out and actually dig up a bunch of powder kegs and a chest of rage as well as an Ashen Winds skull, which to me actually points a pin or puts a pin in in this uh, topic because I I actually wanted to kind of think about some of the lore uh, behind this because feasibly the world event for Ashen Winds was the fire tornado where you had skeletons summoning Ashen Wind lords. Now, there's only a few of the Ashen Wind lords, so feasibly each of these skulls should be from one of them but these are now just being buried in the sand or have gone in the sand. So I, I don't know if the Order of Souls have been losing these or burying them and are asking Lorena to give us a quest to dig them back up. Very odd. Uh, but I actually had a really, a really fun time playing with uh, CJ and uh, Space Admiral Ors this uh, last week to actually steal a couple of these we were out and about on a brig and there was another brig a full reaper five brig uh, that was over at north star seapost and we decided to go sail over there and say hi with cannonballs and it worked out really well because when we got onto the server we had noticed that they had actually been over at the reaper's hideout and then they sailed down to plunder outpost and then they sailed back to the reaper's hideout and a gold hoarder emissary disappeared during that time so we figured cool well they probably went and turned in all their loot and they're finished and now they're just going to go turn in their meat uh but it i we kind of figured that they weren't done because they hadn't lowered their emissary and typically if i if i was going to end the end or end the night and i just wanted to go turn in the fish i probably would turn down my emissary because i wasn't going to be getting any more multiplier bonus and i wanted to get the cash from the actual flag turn in uh no they kept it up and it turns out that they weren't logging off for the night uh they were just turning in a couple fish i guess i'm not really sure uh they did not really get a break um we sailed over they dropped sails uh we had a couple good broadsides and managed to sink them and turns out they actually had a fair amount of supplies and some treasure the weird thing about the treasure was they had two ashen winds skulls and i cannot for the life of me understand why if you are a reaper five maybe you're just really bold and egotistical have a lot of pride uh hubris it's a thing look it up yeah turn in those skulls holy cow 
So they left us uh, a fair amount of supplies and a fair amount of skulls and some other good stuff with it, uh, and then proceeded to come and try and attack us, which was fine because we took them on again and we sailed around for quite a bit and had a, a, a galleon who was working on Flameheart uh, Ghost Fleet. And they started attacking us while the Reaper ship was also trying to attack us. And it got a little sketchy there for a little bit, not going to lie. You know, we, we, we had some moments where it was a little, a little questionable how we would survive. But, you know, we, we gritted our teeth. We bared our knuckles. Uh, we, we threw buckets of water as much as possible, survived, managed to get away and sink both ships uh, at that point. And I think it was at that point that we kind of showed them, you know, who's boss. If that's if that's an apt phrase to use for this instance, we kind of dominated the seas and it was very satisfactory. Uh, but needless to say, we ended up turning in the ashen skulls and uh, um, you know benefited from that. But I I really enjoyed this voyage because it gave you uh, a new tool in the seas that is only achievable by doing the world events. Uh, the problem that I have with it, it is so detached from the lore that it really makes me question like, how the heck are these skulls getting out there? These things are supposed to be prized. They're supposed to be uh, rare and you're not supposed to be seeing them in a dig on Picaroon Palms. It's just, it's, it blows my mind. That's even a thing. So I, I would love to understand a little bit better about what's going on with that. Um, the last event uh, task that is available for this is the celebratory toast. Uh, set 10 skeletons alight using fire from the Ashen Winds skull. Now, Using the voyage that you get from Lorena, there's a few different digs that you have to go do. You get a bunch of gunpowders, kegs, you get a bunch of uh, firebomb crates, as well as a chest of rage, and of course, the Ashen Wind Skull. So it should not be too hard to be able to get the tools that you need to achieve this live events uh, achievements or, or quests if you want to have them. And the one thing that I wanted to touch on with the, the Grogmanet event is that it introduces a uh, a, a new frostbite cannon and it's this cannon that really has me interested because there are skeleton ruins on this cannon that i cannot find a direct correlation in the seas with and it bugs me because as many of you know if you've been listening to to the show for a while i am a huge huge buff when it comes to the uh, skeleton ruins library. I have all of the ruins in a JPEG that I keep on my desktop, literally on my desktop that I reference new ruins to. And these are fresh. Now on the Canon, the muzzle itself, it has two particular ruins that I can't decipher. And the question that I have is on the bottom portion near the wheel of the actual Canon, there are three arrowheads that are poking out uh, with some some decorative stuff and i can't tell in etched in the wood if those are additional ruins or if those are just hatch marks uh from from whatever thing i i have to i have to try and hopefully find uh a, a picture or possibly even future uh reference to these where i can kind of work out what's going on but very interested in if this means that the frostbite cannons are a correlation to a sect of skellies that we will be seeing in the future from a frozen type area 
we have been asking for a frozen biome for a long time. Uh, I know Rare has looked into it. I know it would be extremely difficult to expand the world as it is because it is still supporting Xbox base one systems and they don't intend to change that anytime soon. But wouldn't it be something if the devil's roar froze over and we got an ice bo biome as a result? I mean, talk about the poetry from that that brain five brain thought just in and of itself now granted i'm pretty smooth brain here so you have to take me at word value i have no clue if this is actually going to happen but looking at the frostbite cannons they are beautiful i love the custom leather wraps around the cannons the iron with the the fur that is lining it to kind of you know make it easier to to keep it insulated like it's so good in the little the little touches that they have with the with the 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 sapphire gems around the 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 actual parts of it it's just it's so interesting i want to see more of this cosmetic and i'm very surprised that they decided to take this cosmetic free of any other connection to the rest of the game and put this in uh, because the Twitch drops are happening, which is actually the the other bit of news that I wanted to make sure to remind everyone to. Uh, if you guys don't remember, we're in the middle of Twitch drops. Um, this is the last week that started on the second. It's already the fourth. So you have to be keeping up on it. It's 20 minutes on Twitch. Make sure you're looking for a Sea of Thieves partner over on one of the streams. They'll usually have drops in the title for their stream. Click on them, watch them, Make sure your accounts are connected. This is nothing new. So hopefully you guys are just remembering setting a timer at a certain time during the day when you have 20 minutes to pull aside, put on Twitch, have it on the background, support your favorite streamer, support a new streamer. Maybe check out some of the new streamers. I know I was talking to Admiral Crow last night and he came across uh, Freyline who Freyline was actually on the podcast at one time uh, back in, what was that? May? I want to say it was May when Frey was was over but great streamer she does a lot of charity work for saint jude's kind soul kind soul can't speak highly enough of her uh she was she's out there streaming there's a lot of new uh sea of thieves uh partners out there now um still would love to see some support for creators outside of the the streaming and youtube realm um i know that's difficult but you know, maybe it's just an honorary title, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe some of us just get that honorary, like, Hey, congratulations. You make content. Here's a, here's a, uh, bone. I don't throw me a bone. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a thought, but if you have been following along, then you already know on January 2nd, it was the frozen horizon beard. Uh, January 3rd was the frozen horizon peg leg. J January 4th is the frozen horizon trousers. January 5th is the frozen horizon hat. January 6th is not anything frozen horizon. That's that's over with, but it is the head slap emote. Um, so make sure you guys are tuning in, make sure you guys get these, um, as rare has done in the past, they tend to recycle a lot of their gifted or promotional or, um, cosmetics in one way or another. Sometimes they'll come to the game. Sometimes they'll be rehashed for future content. It's not too often that they just only give away, um, these cosmetics once, uh, as we've seen in the past, they, they like to use these to kind of drum up advertising for the game to make sure people are aware of it. And Twitch drops is a, an excellent way to do that. Uh, it helps promote the people that are playing their game and introduces new communities to people as well too. So I'm hoping that 
with this uh, folks will have another opportunity to get some new cosmetics we'll have to see if these are continued in the future uh maybe even through the seasons if it's uh feasible maybe they could put this kind of stuff like whatever comes to twitch drops if you miss out on the twitch drop then it gets added into the uh following season of of um uh, battle pass or plunder pass plunder pass i gotta get used to calling it a plunder pass so we'll have to we'll have to see from there but i'm glad that that this is kind of wrapping up um thank you again to big bad pad who has been in the discord servers uh constantly making sure that he posts hey a reminder a new twitch drop now make sure you watch for 20 minutes very appreciative of that and that's that's it as far as news guys um let's take a quick break i've been talking a while Hoy there, pirates. Just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up with Green Man Gaming. That's right. There's an affiliate link in the show notes. As always, if you are a PC gamer and want to get good deals on games, well, that's what I'm here to help you out with. Square Enix over on Green Man Gaming is having a sale until the 6th. If you'd like to pick up the Life is Strange games, the Tomb Raider games, maybe even Sleeping Dogs, or perhaps you want to jump on over to Red Dead Redemption 2, which is now 45% off their Ultimate Edition, bringing it below the original opening price of $60. Maybe you're like me and a little interested in the Detroit Becoming Human uh, games from Quantic Dream, and you want to take a look at the sales that they have over on Detroit or beyond, which are anywhere between 37 and 55% off. But maybe you want to get into some of the other stuff uh, on PC as well. So you can find all the stuff from Bethesda if you don't have Game Pass. Uh, Death Stranding is 60% off right now. Or you could always pick up a really good game that not many people got around to playing from what I understand and pick up the Wolf Among Us, a Telltale game uh, that is 60% off for six bucks for the Steam version. These are all DRM uh, free as far as I understand it, or they they uh, at least go into the Steam client for the most part. So check these out if you want. The show notes have the Green Man Gaming affiliate link as well as other affiliate links to different other companies as far as like audiobooks.com, Loot Crate, you name it. Uh, I'm trying to get it in there. So hopefully this helps you out. Hopefully you find some good deals with maybe some of the, uh, the Steam credit that you got for the holidays thanks bye so rare put out a tweet that was kind of funny uh it is the new year we're now 2021 and uh it's kind of awesome to think of what a new year is going to bring with us hopefully some normality uh we've been very hopeful that you know, the, the worst year of our lives is over and that we won't have to worry about it uh, from now on. But they brought in some New Year's resolutions uh, and these are for your crew. So I thought I'd read these out because I think it's great for new players who just picked up a Xbox Series S or a Series X or maybe picked up a good deal on Steam and are jumping into Sea of Thieves. Wanted to get some content because they realized how amazing the game is and can't stop thinking about it. So new crews or maybe old crews, you guys could learn too. Here are some New Year's resolutions from Sea of Thieves. Number one, let the crew know when you're on the ship, when you're not on the ship. Please let them know, hey, I'm not on the ship anymore. Don't don't assume I can plug that hole or raise that anchor. Number two, stop using the pets as cannonballs, except for parrots. They love it. Uh, I am I'm having a hard time with this one. I I really am. I'll I'll be honest right up. First first day, New Year, I already shot my Frostbum, uh, Frosty Pup Pup. 
out of a cannon at a Kraken because I had to know, I had to see the science this real quick. I was really curious if Krakens are as rubbery as they taste. And you know what? I'll, I'll be 100% honest. I shot that dog out and I hit that tentacle and that puppy bounced right off it. So yes, Krakens are in fact rubber. They are probably the incarnation of rubber. The lies of uh, rubber tree sap is uh, now completely dis- disillusioned me to what rubber actually is. Um, Krakens are actually rubber. That's just fact. Uh, number three, join more alliances. And there's a little subtext from, uh, of course, we have, <laughs> there's always a little bit of writing. So maybe you don't know, but uh, in the Seathes, A Tale of Seathes book, it was actually the the journal of uh, Captain Flameheart Jr., not Senior, who we're dealing with right now, but Jr. And we had nine cats, Nura and uh, Diving Bell, who were uh, the the two that were kind of reading this and adding little notes uh, back and forth as uh, as they kind of read some of the things that Flameheart Jr. was talking about. Same thing here. We we found out that um, Nine Cat Nura and Diving Bell have been added again with these New Year resolutions. Uh, who knows who wrote these, um, but they have definitely added their flavor text to it. So uh, it, it's clear that um, Nine Cat Nura likes to shoot out parrots. Uh, Bell seems to um, have actually said that you want to betray alliances, which honestly, I, I tend to join alliances when possible, but they they usually get betrayed. And I'm okay with that because I'm usually the one doing it or instigating it. Uh, number four, work out a sensible place to store gunpowder barrels. And I'll be honest, the sensible place for gunpowder barrels is on another cruise ship. That's the that's the most sensible place for gunpowder barrels. They're either on another cruise ship or they're not on my ship. Uh, number five, no one is too important to bail. It's true. If you think you are busy doing something more important than bailing, then you are not going to have a ship because someone asks the bail, you stop, you bail, or you ask if anyone's got it. But you generally should assume you're the person that should be bailing right now. That's just how that works. Uh, number six, vomit goes in the sea, not on the crew. This is going to be a tough one for me. Um, I'll be honest, because that's, it's just, you know, uh, if I'm going to smell bad on the seas, it would probably be better if someone else smelled worse, you know, just throwing that out there. Number seven, stop leaving food on the stove. Say that you put something on the stove and make sure that you let people know, hey, I put cracking meat on the stove. In an hour, it's probably going to be ready. In an hour and one minute, it'll probably be burnt and the ship will be on fire and we'll be sinking. Number eight, bait is not pet food, please. And whatever you do, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put a little, a little, little addendum on that one. I'm just going to add a little bit of little subtext to that. Uh, Don't have your pet out when you're fishing. If you get fish and it's a trophy and you put it to someone or you give it to someone and your pet eats it, you get brigged. That's just, that's, that's the rules right there. You get brigged, you get thrown in the brig for a little bit. Uh, number nine, anchor stop in emergencies only stop touching the anchor, please. Filthy, dirty anchor touchers. Number 10, try not to release any more infamous skeleton Lords. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's um, that's probably a good idea. I'm I'm not gonna lie. That's actually that's we we could probably do better to do that one. Um, I I, I know a lot of people want Flameheart Junior. I want Flameheart Junior. He may actually be on the Sea of Thieves right now, uh, disguised as a portly man with a bad taste for grog and inability to write anything. But never know. Dark lords are everywhere. Gotta gotta be careful about releasing those dark lords please and that was their new year's resolutions i think it they're really good and i think it's it's reasonable i think these are achievable goals it's 2021 and and in sea of thieves time we should be able to make sure that we can hold ourselves to these so we should do better we should do better about this but i love this it was great um i'm gonna toss it out there folks uh, there's not been a lot of good news in the uh, as far as the games like gathering stuff and having it register um i, I touched on it with grog Monet. be patient please um it's the holidays right now and i know the joke is you know it's it's sea of thieves and you you know what when doesn't the game have a bug um but it's it's one of those moments where i really uh, i have to just kind of chill and be like all right you know what i did this stuff see if these has been very good about keeping up on this they're usually pretty good about retroactively giving you the the progress um there's only been a couple instances where that hasn't been the case and they've been very apologetic about it and it's just kind of a bummer. You know, it's a bummer for everyone. You know, you you set aside time, you work on the content and it doesn't register. And that is frustrating. And I understand. And I'm sure the team understands. And I'm sure the team doesn't want that to happen. So if it doesn't, you know, take a moment, uh, re rethink your night, maybe, maybe work on something else or uh, do a little, do a little digging on Twitter and see if see a thieves uh, support Twitter has mentioned anything about it. The Discord, the Sea of Thieves official Discord server, usually pretty on top of about letting people know what's going on if there's bugs. They had planned a maintenance. They didn't need the maintenance. Um, turns out that a lot of the the stuff that had been not registering is starting to register now. So, and you know, if something like this happens for the seasons, um, you know, take a moment, take a breath, maybe step away for the day. Uh, I know a lot of streamers are going to be jumping on it. They're going to be a good tell on how things are going. So first day out, if you want to jump on the seas, maybe head over to one of the one of the Sea uh, of Thieves streamers. Say, hey, have you guys noticed anything about you know things not registering or any weird bugs before you jump on the seas? And talk to your crew. Say, hey, guys, girls, skeletons, pets. Maybe uh, maybe we maybe we hold off a little bit. We'll jump back on the seas maybe Sunday or on the weekend, you know, come back next week. And that way you don't have to run into this instance like with the Fort of the Damned when it first launched and it wasn't registering any of the completions and people lost out on, you know, five, ten different completions because they were working hard to complete it, knowing that this was going to be the most am ample time to work on it because we had no clue when we were going to be getting any more of those ritual skulls. Uh, so this was this is going to be one of those things going into the seasons. If you're working on seasons and you're noticing that you're running into a problem where things aren't registering, maybe step back, take a break, 
play something else real quick. There's Game Pass. There's a ton of different content that you can be jumping onto. I know, like myself, I like to get that content done uh, when it when it opens up. I like to jump in, have some fun, see how things are going, uh, talk with my friends and sail around, sing some ships, turn in some loot. I love that as much as the next person. But if it's buggy, save yourself the frustration on the first day, maybe even the first two days and see how things go. Generally by the weekend, a lot of this stuff is worked out. So, you know, while the content usually gets launched on a Wednesday, um, let, let some of the Sea of Thieves streamers be kind of the, the litmus test for, uh, for, for finding out if there's going to be anything that will drastically impact your enjoyment of the game. And I, I, I apply that to everything too. If there's ever a game that comes out, you know, if you, unless you have full confidence in the studio that things are going to go well, or maybe it's not a, a, a online game, first days are always going to be pretty tough, uh, especially with online games. First days are always going to be tough as they work on st- server stability, patch stability, hot fixes, things like that. That all has to get worked out usually in the first days. And with them going into seasons, it's going to be a brand new system. There are already a lot of bugs that uh, Caleb, who was on the podcast earlier this year or last year, and uh, or I guess late last year, technically, uh, but he was on the podcast. Uh, he and I went and did uh, Insiders where we thought Insiders was going to be a quick in and out, you know, like just test a couple things real quick later. Five hours later, we found like five bugs. And he he did the due diligence. He actually wrote in. Uh, I was going to, but since he already had the forums open, I just kind of let him take the lead on that. And thanks to him for for uh, putting those those bugs in there. But it's still buggy, and they're still working on it. So especially with this first season, I, I gotta I gotta stress this. And it's going to be a short episode this week because there's just not too much to dive into. But I do want to let you guys know uh, when we know more then maybe think about whether or not you're going to pick it up, find out how much it costs, take a look at what's, what we're actually going to be getting. Maybe hold off on the first season, see how it goes. If people say great and there's retroactive uh, achievements that you can get for it, you know, go a few levels into the free pass. You don't have to buy it right away. There's going to be a free tier. Play through the free, the free tier for a while. Make sure everything's going great. Then when everything seems good and you're looking forward to the content that's coming with it, then go ahead and throw down the ancient coins and and get that uh, season, that, that plunder pass. I got to call it the plunder pass. I can't forget. It's not a battle pass. It's not a season pass. It's a plunder pass. Pick up the plunder pass for that season, and that way you can get all the really cool cosmetics and stuff. So, of course, in the future... We'll know more. We'll going forward. We'll kind of figure out what's going to happen with that. Uh, but until then, we'll just have to wait and see. All right, pirates. Like I mentioned, there's not a whole lot of news to really go into this week's episode. So if I miss something or there's something you guys want me to talk about, your commentary is as important to me as my own. So if there's news that you want me to dive into, feel free to let me know about that news. Feel free to tell me about some of your stories too. I absolutely love it when I get these really well-written stories in emails that have a really cool adventure that is literally like a 20-minute scenario. You know, we had one the other day where it was a very intricate written story about a visit to a sea post and then over to Molten Sands Fortress to sink a crew and get their trip 
treasure. That probably took an hour at most, but it was a small, succinct story that was really fun to read and really great to record. So I love things like that. So if you if you have these stories and you want to share them with the rest of the community, let me know. Send them in. You can always send me any of these things, uh, however you want. It doesn't matter. You can be through Twitter DMs. So if you want to hit me up on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. If you want to email them, you can always send them to C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. If you want to hit me up on Twitter uh, or excuse me, on Discord, Discord has a set actual channel just for this. It's not questions and feedback, although I'll, I'll take it anywhere I can get it. But there is a first mates log channel in the Sea of Thieves uh, category that is just for your stories. Whether you want them on the podcast or not, you can always let me know if you don't want them on there. Uh, anything that gets put in, put in there generally gets put under the consideration for um for actual like podcast recordings. So keep in mind with that. And if you guys have time, many of you have, I I understand many of you don't have access to this, but if you'd like to give me a review over on iTunes, I always greatly appreciate that. The Apple podcasts uh, bases it on like longevity, number of episodes, uh, how well rated the show is, all those different metrics that they do to, to suggest content to people. And I love when folks discover the podcast. I love it even more when they have an outlet for Sea of Thieves when they can't play because that's that's a bummer too. When you love something and you want more of it, but you can't have it. So you're looking everywhere for anything that you can have during the times when you can't be doing that thing. That's what I like to have the, the podcast for as well too. So, And I'm sure many of you listening to this understand exactly what I mean because it's the whole reason why I started the podcast is because I wanted to have more content. So with this just like with that, uh, with the podcast, anything that you guys do, I would greatly appreciate any support you can give to either review the show or uh, head over to the Patreon. Any of those things make a world of difference for me personally. And with that, Pirates, thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey there, my name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gamer-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons and Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice.
That's the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast.